everyone and welcome back to the Insatiable Appetite. I'm Haley Anthony, Marketing Manager here at the Hartman Group, and today I'm sitting down with our CEO, Lori Demerit, to talk all about sustainability messaging in this current climate. Lori, thanks for joining me. I'm very happy to be here, Haley. I'm excited to get this discussion going. Um, I have a few different things I want to pick your brain on, Lori. So first, let's address the elephant in the room, greenwashing. This is definitely a hot button issue that the industry is grappling with. And there seems to be this fear that any sustainability efforts, no matter how well-intentioned they are, will be labeled as greenwashing. How did we get here? Well, you know, as the sustainability space grows, it's natural that some consumers will question the claims that companies are making. I think it's just an inherent part of a marketplace, especially a maturing marketplace. And we saw something very similar years ago in the organic marketplace as well. And there's no doubt that for a minority of consumers, they simply will not readily believe claims that companies, and especially large companies, are making. But for the majority of consumers, they take approach more akin to sort of listening and verifying. So they're consumers that want to poke around a bit to better understand what companies are saying and then what they're actually doing too. And so this should really be a clear indicator that companies need to be transparent about their goals and processes. And side note, we see this data reflected in the research that we just are completing now. But this fear of being greenwashing or being accused of greenwashing is just not an excuse for companies to back away from sustainability initiatives, or even worse, backing away from talking about all the great work that they're doing in the space. Yeah, absolutely agree. Um, Our research clearly shows that consumers want corporations to play an active role in solving environmental and social issues like you were mentioning, and yet we're also seeing this increased scrutiny and backlash when they do participate. But as we've been discussing a lot here at Hartman, it's really important for companies to maintain this momentum on their sustainability strategy, despite the turmoil that's existing, because consumers aren't backing down from their core sustainability values. So how can companies confidently start or continue speaking to their sustainability efforts in a way that inspires trust rather than alienating consumers? Well, first, yes, we have seen some of our client organizations back away from sustainability, especially in the past two years. And we really see two key reasons that are driving this movement. Um, First, there are companies that believe that consumers are putting sustainability on the back burner because of these sort of difficult economic times that we're going through. And we do sometimes see consumers making trade-offs in particular categories and on certain occasions, but they're absolutely not devaluing sustainability across the board. Consumers just don't abandon their food values that easily. Second, we've heard from companies that believe sustainability is becoming somewhat uh, politicized. They believe that sustainability is primarily aligned with a political viewpoint, and therefore they want to tread carefully, avoiding the risk of offending anyone. And although we do see certain political persuasions that skew towards certain sustainability beliefs, most consumers see sustainability not as a political issue, but as a human, an animal, and an environmental issue. So now your question with regard to how companies can confidently undertake their sustainability efforts, we would advise that they do so in a manner similar to how consumers are undertaking it. And so this means admitting, you know, you're not perfect yet. Uh, And it means you're having clear goals, you have milestones, and you're going to measure and communicate those along the way. Ultimately, consumers see themselves as on a journey to become more sustainable and undertake more sustainable actions. And they want the companies that they buy from to be on a similar journey. 
Great. That makes me think um, of another thing that I find so interesting is that kind of in line with what you were saying, more consumers are familiar with the term sustainability than ever before. And yet, you know, they have these ideas of, you know, what they want out of sustainability, but very few can actually identify a company or a product that supports sustainable values. Why do you think this gap persists and what opportunities does this present for food and beverage companies? Yeah, I think it's really fascinating that the gap has persisted over many years, gosh, going back like 15 years uh, to our past reports. Um, and so toggling back to our last discussion point, I think it's one of the main reasons that companies shouldn't back away from continuing to pursue sustainability initiatives. Uh, we often see this sort of lag between interest and identification in a lot of emerging product spaces. And I think it's really a call to action for organizations to build their brand equity in the sustainability space. They need to connect their brands to the social environmental initiatives that they're pursuing. Also, we advise companies to be thoughtful about all the various ways they can build this equity. It's everything from packaging communications to social media campaigns uh, to event marketing and even beyond. So there need to be multiple avenues that are being pursued simultaneously to help ensure that a brand can break through and that we can finally get consumers to connect this concept of sustainability with an actual product. And it almost goes without saying that this is providing a huge opportunity for brands in the space today. Yes, absolutely. Um, so we touch on a wide range of issues that consumers are concerned about in our upcoming sustainability report, like labor issues, carbon emissions, regenerative ag, animal welfare, just to name a few. Um, are there certain areas where consumers are more concerned than others? And for companies that are focused on addressing these specific issues, how can they effectively integrate into that, that into their brand story without it feeling performative? Yeah, there's a whole host of issues that are pretty tightly bundled together. So when we're looking across the entirety of the food and beverage marketplace, we see everything from natural resource conservation to workers' compensation, uh, to supporting the local economy, all held at similar levels of importance by consumers when making a purchase decision. But what this really speaks to is the fact that category matters. So meaning the issues that may be really important to a consumer when they're choosing a dairy product might not be equally important or even important at all when they're buying a produce item. And so consumers have become savvy enough to see that different attributes matter differently depending upon the food or beverage category. And that's why it's critically important not to take a cookie cutter approach to issues, right? Because they're all kind of bundled together, but to understand which of those issues matter in your category and on your usage occasions. To answer the second part of your question regarding how to integrate these issues into the brand story, the ideal scenario is to pursue the issues that naturally mesh with your product and your brand. So for example, for many years, this is going back like a decade or more, there are a lot of companies, food companies that were talking about, you know, like planting a tree for every X product that they sold. But when it comes to most food products, tree planting seems really separate and disentangled from food production. So companies need to find the issues that inherently make sense to their products and categories. So big picture, companies need to focus on number one, the issues that are important to consumers in their category, on their usage occasions, and number two, the issues that are naturally part of the production narrative itself. Awesome, yeah, really great insight there. Um, we've talked a little bit about messaging 
And we're seeing that the definition of sustainability is actually becoming increasingly nuanced in consumers' minds, especially recently. They're associating more terms and concepts with the topic than ever before. So how can companies align the way that they speak to their sustainability efforts with consumers' growing vernacular? Yeah, that's a particularly important point, and it actually provides quite a bit of opportunity for companies. Um, given the wide range of meanings and words associated with sustainability, cons- companies can be much more sort of nuanced in terms of talking about their specific and even proprietary approaches to sustainability. So this new lexicon of sustainability provides companies a continuum of options to discuss with consumers. So if you're a dyed-in-the-wool small organic company, for example, you can use terms like regenerative agriculture and crop rotation, and those will connect with your target consumer. But if you're a mainstream company, it likely makes more sense to talk about things like being a good corporate citizen, being a responsible company, or farming in harmony with nature. So companies need to understand which type of consumer they're connecting with and then utilize their language around sustainability. We often use our proprietary segmentation called the world of sustainability to help us with this process. So we identify which type of consumer a company or product should be pursuing. There's periphery consumers, mid-level consumers, core consumers, and that's all based on their level of engagement with sustainability. Once they identify that particular consumer segment, then we can map the semiotics of how that segment thinks, acts, and talks in the space. Great. Um, Earlier, you mentioned that authenticity and transparency are really critical um, to maintain and and achieve consumer buy-in. I'm sure our listeners will be curious to hear your thoughts on how this translates into specific campaigns or concepts that might resonate best with consumers. Yeah, so consumers really want to understand where a company is on that sustainability journey that I referenced um, a few minutes ago. And so for some companies, that may mean providing facts, figures, because that best aligns with a brand equity, which might be more sort of you know, technical or serious. For other companies, it might entail providing information in a high, highly visual way or even in a really humorous way. There's no one optimal approach. In any case, the messaging needs to be authentic to the brand. The campaigns that seem to resonate well with consumers today tend to reference the symbiotic relationship between consumers and companies when it comes to sustainability. What that means in in practice is that companies have to produce and market the sustainable products and then consumers have to be willing to purchase them and not just give lip service to their interest. So this concept of reciprocity is one that's emerging in the space. Uh, More engaged consumers really appreciate it because they believe that shared responsibility is really the optimal way to pursue sustainability. And we think this idea of reciprocity is likely to disseminate out to more mainstream consumers in the near future. Very good. Um, So switching gears just a little bit to a different element of this conversation, From your perspective, what role do partnerships and collaborations with environmental organizations or other stakeholders play in enhancing the credibility of a company's sustainability efforts? And is this something that even still matters to consumers? Yeah, well, we know that consumers appreciate the involvement of third parties when it comes to company claims. So therefore, we acknowledge that these types of partnerships increase consumer confidence and they help to mitigate that greenwashing concern that we discussed earlier. 
That said, we also know that it isn't enough for food and beverage companies to lean solely on these types of third parties in their communications with consumers. So while the third party relationships can help get a product into the consideration set for consumers, companies still need to communicate their own distinct sustainability values in order to stand out versus the competition. Absolutely. Um, And then last question, what emerging trends or technologies do you foresee playing an important role in helping food and beverage companies demonstrate their sustainability initiatives going forward? Well, there's such a broadening of sustainability initiatives and topic areas today. Uh, So, for example, the topic of food technology holds out hope for many consumers when it comes to making food production more sustainable. At the same time, however, given sustainability's sort of, you know, roots in fresh, less processed food, uh, care is going to need to be taken when it comes to positioning these sustainable products made with the use of technology and science so they don't appear to come across as less sustainable to consumers. Certainly, the trend towards disseminating product and brand information via social media will continue. Uh, Given the more creative nature of that medium, it's going to provide a really exciting platform for companies to tell their sustainability story. So look forward to seeing what happens there. Uh, And of course, we do see legislation and investor pressure, such as the ESG initiatives, forcing companies to be more clear about what they're doing in the sustainability space. Um, And certainly while ESG could be a game changer, we want to remind organizations that what investors want is not always in alignment with what consumers want. So companies need to stay abreast of consumer behaviors and aspirations to ensure the long-term viability and the long-term sustainability of their organizations. Yes, absolutely. Well, you covered some really great insights here today, Lori, and thank you so much for joining me for this episode. I think there are quite a few takeaways that our listeners can run with, um, and we'll be exploring these topics in even even greater depth in our new report on sustainability that releases at the end of September. Thanks everyone for tuning in to The Insatiable Appetite, and make sure you're subscribed on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss these snackable insights. We'll see you next time.